0: It's the J Show. Then. Welcome to the Morning J Show. Welcome, 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 good morning, the Morning J Show, good morning, this is the WB Backlash edition, we've been doing these shows on the Friday and Saturday, um, we going to get a more better uh, schedule for the show, but until then, this is what we're doing for right now, how you guys doing today, good morning, hi. On with you guys, uh, we have a nice beautiful show for you today. A WWE backflash from San Juan, Puerto Rico review that's coming up, and a uh, other more things. We, uh, you know, there's people going through watch grade right now. Uh, I have a couple of show reviews, couple of show finales that I want to talk about today, and a little bit more TV shows in general today. Uh, and a little personal, uh, couple topics about uh, suicide, and because you know, today this month is suicide preventative month. So we'll talk about that, too, tonight. A little bit of things going on with us right now with Morning J Show. Uh, Last week, we debuted a new theme song that I kind of didn't like. It's not what I expected, but we're working through that. Uh, We'll keep it for a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months, and then we'll revisit that later. Um, I have a new website coming up. Um, I'm still working on it. Uh, It should go live sometime this week. Basically, it's a more inter- integrative website where you can send me an email, you can send a voice message, a voicemail, you can send uh, anything, inquiries, you can get on my email list. You can see my tweets, our tweets on uh, Morning J Show and my tweets individually or Cynthia's tweets individually and or our Instagram uh, feed individually um, and stuff like that. It's, it's basically a more interactive website than one of you already have. Um, so that's going live sometime this week. I hope, I hope that'd be great. great. Guys, what's going on with you? Tell me, hit me up, text me, tweet me, call in, you can do any of those things with the new website. Um, that's been a big, big help, big dream of mine to have a nice integrative website for our uh, podcast. And that was great. I thought I'd spend book of money and get a, a web team to do it. But I actually found a service in the site that does it all in part of it, integrated, and there's not a lot of money, so that's where it kind of kind of great. Um, this week I've been working on my uh, business for proposals and my business. I have a I have some ideas of a business, pretty much what I already doing currently. Pretty much, it's everything rolled into one. By like three businesses rolled into one. It's basically called. Uh, I'm not sure what the name's gonna be. Some part something with the manies something probably with Bukes, I'm not sure yet. Basically, one part of the business is basically about people who aren't really attentive or have the time. Let's say uh, you have a child and you don't have enough time or you're not uh, spontaneous enough to, let's say, go to them places and doing things with them and shit like that. Going to the library, library, going to the museum, going to the carnival, anything like that. You get a couple of these little monsters and you go but Pretty much, that's, up the mani, that's what the Manny part of the business does uh, I do that currently already what is this? Um, and other part of the Same business is me helping People when, seniors mostly But people in general who are not uh, Computer savvy with no Tech, helping with their printers Or restart, helping paper jams Stuff like that, da 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 Things of that nature, helping print things out Um Um Things along those lines. And then the third part of my business is like a online notary and tech. And basically you can print things out on the go. I can meet you and notarize things either online or in person. I can meet you. And that is the nature of my business that I want to start. All into one. I'm not sure if I need three different LLCs and all that stuff or have it all under one umbrella. i have to figure that out right soon. But I'm doing that right now while I'm on this uh this job hunt hiatus, I'm like I never thought I would be in this position where I've been out of work for so long, I kind of don't want to go back to that fundamental nine to five kind of thing, you know what I'm saying, so I think this is my time this is my time to figure out you know, I think working. And getting to know getting to know yourself and know what you want to do for the rest of your life is that you working for somebody else making make an umbrage. What do you want to do? Because if you find out something you want to do that does not really work to you, it's just regular stuff, you're basically just doing something you love, it's not really work. It's just you doing what you love, what you like to do, and you're going to pay for it. So if you figure that out and you start doing that for yourself and you start your own thing, it's good, like you know what I'm saying. People, I like, oh, start your own business. You want to work hard to work for yourself? You would for at least the first three to four years. You want to work and build your brand, your business, and then you'll be able to hire people and take over and and do things for you. But at the beginning of it, you're gonna be working more than nine to five, you're gonna be working more than eight hours a day, maybe working 20 to 12 hours a day, depending on what kind of business you're trying to do. People are like, oh, did you do your own business, and then you don't have to work forever. You can just get paid for the for the behind the scenes. Nah, at least for the first couple of years, depending on the type of business you are doing, you will have to do more work than you ever have done for another person ever. For at least the first three, four, five years, get it together. But it's your thing. It's all your thing. Your vision, your mission statement. Your thing. So, um, I'm working on that. I'm trying, I'm getting that done. I still got some jobs in the, in the, in the, um, background peripheral that I applied for that I've been talked with, but they haven't bitten or they haven't uh, hit me back yet. I had at least three jobs on the line that I somewhat agreed to. I haven't filled out no, no W2s for the motherfucker yet, but I said, I told them verbally that, oh yeah, we could, we could work something out. You know what I'm saying? And I haven't got back to them. So I'm not sure if those were scams on Indeed or Monster or, you know, LinkedIn or whatever. But I have at least three three or four items in the fire that has not hit me up yet about the future of what's happening, what's going on. But I'll have to wait and see. But I've been liking this journey of mine of doing things and thinking about things for myself to get out of this quote-unquote hurdle that I'm in. Because this was one of my... During a pandemic was my worst fear. Like, my worst fear was it, like, of, was a like a, like a like a pandemic situation. Like, I was always scared about, what if you in a pandemic or a little, everybody can't go to work and you all lose our houses and shit. What happened? What happened? You know, that was my worst fear to be in a, like, let's say you have a house note, you have you have a mortgage, you know what I'm saying? And you can't go to work because your work is not deemed essential or whatever you not big no money in. And so who, who pays your bills? Do they just put a pause in your loan until they, until the world opens back up again? Or how does that work? And back then, uh, I guess they put things on pause. You can, There is ways and laws you could put things on pause because if nobody's working or well, the majority of people aren't working, if it's not deemed essential, you can't do nothing about it, right? You know, it's not like you just lost your job, blah, blah, blah and nobody was working. No one was allowed to go to work. If your job wasn't important enough, if that makes sense. So that was pretty really much one of my worst fears since I was in like high school. And we have gotten through it because uh, my job was deemed essential, so I was still working at that time. Of course, we didn't ever get that bonus they kept telling us we was going to get, not at all. But we just pretty much worked our regular shifts during that time, and everything was still going good pretty much for us, who was essential. So um, anyways... I'm on a great show. Hi guys. Um we're gonna talk about my show called Um A Million Little Things. A Million Little Things. It used to play on uh ABC. Um I think it was on Wednesday nights Or you watch on Hulu the night the day after. Um but pretty much that show is about about a group of friends, about ten people. Um uh one of their good friends, uh dude named John, white guy, he ended up Killing himself at his work, he jumped off the balcony, and everything starts from there. Uh, why would he do it? Why would he leave his family? La da la Because the guy was pretty much like the glue to this—not the glue, but he was the guy. He was somewhat, somewhat the glue of the friendship. Um years prior. Like these three dudes, four dudes met each other and got stuck on the elevator, and like at a Bruins game or something. And they became friends from there and this, is and that. And the show was a good what six years on the air, five seasons, six years. It really took a it took a nice turn. You know what I'm saying? You know, one of the characters on the show is gonna actually during the main one of the main characters killing themselves, a secondary character on the show was gonna kill themselves with with a bottle of pills and liquor. But he got the call before he was able to ingest those pills. And he, and um, he um, he didn't kill himself because his friend he just realized that his friend killed himself, and you know, and so he that's kind of saved him. And another friend he uh has can- a re- cancer and he came back and then he met a girl and cancer and brought, and pulled her into their friend group and they went from uh, liking each other not, not liking each other and then back and forth back and forth. I'll say at the end of the show, it was great. I, I like I like, the show was not a slow burn, but you know, it was kind of predictable off and on over the years. You know, how much can you really do on a TV show? And you can't see what's coming in the foreshadowing of the, of the show. But basically the show started with a suicide and then it ended with an assistant suicide because one of the characters of the show named Gary, he kept getting chest cancer. He had to get his tits removed twice. Um, End the show, he had a child with his other uh, cancer remission uh, wife, and she had her tits removed also, um, and he ended up dying from his cancer, came back again, um, and he ended up basically pretty much getting an assistant suicide, even though it's not legal in Massachusetts, it's not legal there, but... He ended up doing that. He didn't want to waste away in his apartment or waste away in the hotel. I mean, in a hospital with his friends and family around his bed. So he pretty much did it on his own terms, which I, which I admire. Which I admire. Um, and I wanted to talk about that show because I really enjoyed it. And I wonder how much was their budget for that show for these five years. Like, is that... The shows cost that much money to make. Like I was reading um, about nine one one show on China on Fox. It's owned by Disney, which is ABC as well. Their show was I know they have a lot of top tier, not top tiers, but a lot of actors who's been in the game for a while on their show. You know they all got get paid per their you know salary per episode kind of thing. And plus, you're producing an episode, and their show is like you know cops, firefighters. You know it's a it's a it's a a firefighter police driven show so there's always something going on some big massive disaster going on and i think i believe i read that they said that the show 9-1-1 the mothership show is about a 10 million per they gotta pay 10 million to produce an episode per day or per episode so many let's say they got 10 to 13 episodes a season that's a lot of goddamn money you know, I, you know, to me, I really think money don't really exist when you get to the top and really it's just numbers on the computer. Like, the money don't really exist unless you're to the smaller people. Like, you know, you go to the ATM machine and shit. You just wipe the money away, you don't really see it. I really think money is an illusion, to be honest, to the smaller tier people, to be honest. um, But that show was canceled. The Mothership. it been, like, on the season for, like, what, five or seven years, something like that? Six years, seven years? The Mothership of the show, because they made a secondary show called Nine One One Longstar. one that's Long that's filmed in, like, Texas, allegedly. And that's a that's a that's a smaller budget show. You know, they got a, a couple of stars in there from like uh, Rob Lowe and that lady, Henry, Henrietta. She's I've seen her in a lot of things, lot my people. Um, so I guess it's not a big a bigger budget show, it's a lower tier budget show of 911. Uh so the the show Fox canceled 911, the flagship show on their network on China on on Monday nights. And they gave it, and uh, ABC ended up picking it up. Mind you, a uh, a Fox slash Disney slash 20th Century is owned by Disney, so an ABC is owned by Disney. So, so I was shocked that they picked up. The, they picked up right when they left off when they canceled the season. I guess they probably talked to each other because they're like sister networks, kind of like if they owned by the same parent company. And so I was pretty much happy about that, because I hate how shows get canceled, and you don't we re- don't know how it goes to end, or what was the end results, or what was their planning to do to end the show, if they had the chance to end the show. And I think I was spoiled from watching shows when I was younger, at a younger age, like Merrill's Place, and Beverly Hills 90210, and One Tree Hill, and The O.C., and Veronica Mars, like... I enjoy a great fucking story and a story that makes sense. So <clears throat> shows today, it just felt like it was just it's splashly put together. Or they keep redoing like Destiny and shit like that. Not original ideas no more. Like I said, with Nine on One, the flagship show going to ABC, it's a good thing and a the bad thing because you know ABC, they love to kill off characters every fucking season. So. They're gonna they're gonna eventually get that budget down to a nice minimum by keep by keep killing off main characters. So I would like to see who they kill off next season because that's what they generally do per season: kill off a character that most likely people that I like. So maybe Angela Bassett, maybe her husband, maybe um one of the secondary characters. But you know those two people are executive producers and they're like one of the, the highest paid people on the show. So. We will have to wait and see. Um, In other news, we have some celebrity news. Last week, it was a MacGyver last week. It's funny. I seen a clip online that uh, Tatiana Taylor, she bought in, like, some Chick-fil-A or something like that because, you know, they had the, it's like $4,000 a table to go or whatever. Or Some people don't really go. Some, some people just walk to the red carpet and then go to the after party. They don't really go to the outro for Basically like a little dinner thing. I'm not sure what else they do there. Eat dinner, have a concert or a comedy show or something. I'm not sure what they do exactly, but I know it's like around four grand to go. And since they're all business people, I'm sure it's a write off for them. But she bought her own food because you know they'd be having them fucking disgusting looking white, white people food. Like you know, I seen some green soup. So uh, I applaud her. That was that's something I would do, nigga. I paid four grand to come to this bitch. I'm bringing me some real fucking food in this bitch, nigga. Like, what are you talking about? Like, um, don't suck. Don't feed me that bullshit. That's not gonna fill me up. Nah, I'm good, Fram. But uh, people got people got shit with well, shit on her for bringing that food there. I'm like, nigga, for the fuck what? I'm a real person. Like, I'm gonna be me for God's. Yes, I bought me some food to this motherfucking Mac gala in my motherfucking purse because it's no food here. This food this bullshit. Don't feed me that low ass. Gourmet shit, nigga. I don't want that shit, but uh, I love her. She's cool. I'm um, I'm 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 happy for her Where she's coming, how she, where she's been, Where she came from, where she is now. She's she's doing great. Um, what else? So what else? So what's the shows do you guys rewatch? Like I can rewatch Veronica Mars over and over and over again. Like I I know all of it, the majority of the episodes from like I can recite them all. Or the LC, or Once You Heal. Those are my top three. Um, or Merrill's Place from back in the nineties. I love that show. I even like I, I even enjoyed the reboot. The reboot they did in the early two thousands, but they got canceled. Um, I love hospital shows like you know uh, New Amsterdam and Grey's Anatomy. I don't really like Grey's Anatomy, but I like the new the new seasons of Grey's Anatomy because I like some certain people, certain actors on the show that I know of from other things. I watch Crazy Anatomy right now, right now, or like House and stuff like that. Like, I enjoy a, hosp- a good hospital drama. Um, So, what's the show that you kind of like? You um, guys, I'm going to post a new website on our Twitter. So, you can send me voicemails, you can send me emails, and you can respond or tweet. You can tweet us at Mona J Show, or you can tweet me individually at Busted Inc. on Twitter, or IG, or Facebook, or TikTok. I'm all, we're, we're everywhere. We're all over the place. We're global, baby. We're global. Um, so, we're going to get into the WWE Backflash review. Uh, it came on last night. They was in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Um, they've been there for the past two nights. They was there for WWE SmackDown Friday night. Um, I didn't even know it was on the same time zone as Puerto Rico. Hilarious. I'm, I'm, I'm such a stupid idiot. Like I checked it up on my, on my phone the other day. They said, I'll be on the same time zone as them because... This is—it's easier for them to do logistically shows in the same time zone as America or East Coast, because that's where they, they they normally go on East Coast time of their shows. <coughs> but um, I enjoyed it. Um, of course I know half things they were saying on the fucking show because they were speaking in their native language. But whatever, I just enjoyed the intensity of the audience because you know. When they go to foreign countries or other countries outside the U.S., they know they go there for one or two days, or a whole week, you know, like that. And they really, really appreciated their, them being there. Like, during their press conference, Bad Bunny was there, Rhea Ripley was there, Dominic Mysterio was there, Ray Mysterio was there, um, Zelina Vega was there. Like, it was, really, it was really, Triple H was there. Their crowd was really popping for these people, which is great, because, you know, this is a global company, and they don't really get to see them live there that much when they go anywhere else, you know what I'm saying? So I'm glad that they finally gave them a PPV event, uh, for that uh island. That's great. Um it wasn't that many car many matches on this car. It was like probably like five matches. Um I enjoyed the Rhea Ripley uh Selena Vega match. Sadly. Uh Rhea Ripley, she retained her title, and I, I really in, I liked, the, uh, Selena Vega's uh outfit, her uh, ring attire. She had she had the uh, Puerto Rico flag in the back, like a cape, and it matched her colors, and her fam was in the crowd and everything like that. It was very nice. I didn't know she was that short. I don't know if I don't I don't remember her being that fucking short, but whatever, it doesn't matter to me. But she looked surprisingly short uh, last night on the event. Um, who else? I'm, it's kind of annoying, but I, I understand that the KO, Sami Zayn, the, uh, the Bloodline, and Solo Sikora, like it seemed like their storyline is now as a back burner. It's not as prominent as it was, but I understand because they just had their whole year thing going. This event was more about Puerto Ricans and about uh, Bad Bunny and um, Damian Priest. That should have closed the show. That whole match should have closed the show. It would have been killer. But Brock Lesnar and uh, Cody Rhodes closed the show. And that was a quick last match. And Brock was busted up in the hard way. No plays involved. Uh, and, you know, Cody Rhodes got the victory over uh, Brock. Um, no, Brock is a free agent. He could go on EVA show, Raw, SmackDown, after the draft. Um... I enjoyed the match. I enjoyed the, um, Cordero's giving Bob Backlund a, a, a slash Crash Holly a uh, formant, a mention, uh strut. Um, but I really think Bad Bunny and Damian Priest should have closed the show. That would have been great. Um, the Bad Bunny-Priest match, it was a San Juan street fight. So, you know, basically like a hardcore match and you know hardcore was kind of invented in San Juan with you no know, uh, so during that match they was fighting it was great it was a good story the crowd sung the bad Bunny's entrance music uh that was fun it was it made it gave me chills um the match was going you know I thought damn preacher was going to win actually but not at all uh bad bunny won uh Out came uh, The Judgment Day They saw a jump in Bad Bunny And then um, Ray Mysterio came out To try to even the odds And that didn't work And then Lord and behold My good old Hill Guy I haven't seen him in 20 years or so, 18 years or so I I was a big fan of him Back in the WWE area uh, Back in the early 2000s Carlito shows up You know he's Puerto Rican Uh he showed up, made the save for um Bad Bunny and um, and then um, who else came out? Oh, and then he, they was beating up um, Finn Balor and Dom Mysterio, and then another WWE legend. I think his name is Savinja. I can't I can't pronounce his name, but he's a, a legend. He kept chopping them in the head and shit. And then the LWO came out. Um, and basically. Them and push them to the back and everything, and then Bad Bunny end up winning the match. I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, Bad Bunny, Logan Paul, uh, Pat McAfee they all are great additions to the show and what they do, and them being fans, lifelong fans, and actually getting in the ring and doing what they like to do or what they and since they was a child, is really really great. Like, that's really hats off to them with the training, who's been training them, and them going to the, the extra mile to do this. Like Bad Bunny, he don't have to he don't have to be uh, as good as he is. He could just be a regular uh celebrity and just come in and get protected and kill it and leave. He don't have to really put on. He did a, a Canadian destroyer. A Canadian destroyer. That's crazy. Like he could do some fluff shit and get the fuck and get the fuck out of there. cuz he is a mega star outside of WWE. He's a global phenomenon. He don't have to do this real this technical things in this ring. He could just be some fluff shit, tag shit, and the fuck. He's really, he really pulled his weight and pulled his own and showed that they really want to do this shit. So that's kind of cool. I really enjoyed that. I really, that's props to them. Props to them. Um, Bad Bunny won. Rhea Ripley won. Uh, Cody Rhodes won. Um, it was a riff going on between uh, Solo Sokoa and the Bloodline and their brothers, or cousins, whatever. Um, Solo kept tagging himself in the match, even though the brother uh, the bloodline wasn't ready for them to tag in. And he basically they ended up getting the win thanks to Solo. And there was some rift between Solo and Bloodline. I don't know what's going on. He was kept kind of, he was just giving them the side eye with his thumb up and shit. Something going on between them, but we'll see. And um what did we see? It was EO Sky versus Bianca Belair for the championship and i think they so eo you know, sky would have won if bailey didn't interfere as you can see on the show if you watch the show when bailey and them was c- coming out uh dakota was trying to get him get her to not go out there pleading with her to don't go out there she got it she handled it and end up fucking it up for uh eo sky and eo sky in the blue angels so that's something to look at look up in the uh, future cuz you know this week the WWE draft is in place now. People are on their respective brands. except for the free agents, which are, you know, uh, Brock and uh, who else? Is, who is a free agent? Brock. It's um, Mustafa Ali, Apollo Crews, and a couple other people that's on free agents. So, um, and they, they just released the names for the WWE um tournament for the um uh, who's this. For the WWE tournament, um, what's the names for the WWE tournament? Hold on a second. So the participants for the WWE World Title Champion uh, Tournament has been announced. Is Seth Rollins, Austin Theory, like them both? Bobby Lashley, okay. Edge, AJ Styles, Finn Balor, Shinsuke Nakamura, Damian Priest. Seamus, Rey Mysterio, and sadly Cody Rhodes. I don't think Cody Rhodes need to be in this match. I think L.A. Knight need to be in this match. But what can you do? L.A. Knight should be in this match, not uh, Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes could just get the fucking track. he could get the title chat anytime he wants, like pretty much. So that was the flumbo from WWE management. I think uh, L.A. Knight should be in this match, and not. Cody Rose, but hey, what can what could say you? Maybe things may change between now and Monday night. We will see. Um, what else? So, our next I know the next WWE live show is going to be in Saudi Arabia. Um, and then after that, it's going to be later this year or later this summer. It's going to be the Money in the Bank is going to be in in London. Um, so where else are they going to be internationally? Like I want them to go to Australia. I want to hit hit all the hot spots. You know, the Tokyo Dome, mine as well. Let's cool it. I think I did the Tokyo Dome like probably like two years ago, with Brock Lesnar when they first started the network or whatever. And I think that came on around like one or two p.m. in the afternoon. Go to the time difference and the day difference over there. I love it. I love the international crowds. I love when people to go to their home. Their home places where they're from and and it just feels it feels nice. The crowd is around bunches and it's really, really a nice feeling. Um, so the reason why we I brought up this show called The Million New Things because I wanna hit on the topic of suicide and suicide preventativeness. I think it's suicide month. I'm not sure to be honest. I have to look it up again, but whatever. Um, so my stance on suicide is basically it's an open ended thing. Pretty much is, people, most people, if you want to be honest, and I thinks about it a thousand times a day. Depends on your uh, your psyche level or whatever case may be. I think about it a hundred times a day, and I'm still here though. So, um, for other reasons and other people, to be honest, and I don't want my story to be somewhat diminished uh, to that last action. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want people to say, oh, he gave up, blah, 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 blah. It's not even that. Like, I really think people who actually go through with it are actually really, really brave and very, very commendable because you don't know what's on the other side. You're basically wanting peace. Like, potentially, you want to be able to go to sleep and drown out the noise. theoretically. are right um, Like, when I hear stories about children, to preteens taking their lives, I'm like, damn. That's some brave ass shit. I never think about it as a, as a, as, I don't ever think about it as a punk or a asshole or a shitty person because at the end of the day, just talking about it, it may relieve some pressure. But at the end of the day, if you feel like it's not enough, it's not enough. It's by case to case basis. Um, I've tried to take my life a couple of times, like via pills, not pills. Um, I thought about it a lot. I think about it a lot. I try to drown myself a couple of times. Um, and some things I don't go share anything. But this is another part of my business. I want to start a like a chat line or a text line or both. It's part of my uh three or four business under one umbrella, nanny thing. Um, because I talk to a lot of my friends. Who have similar problems And I you know I talk them off a ledge You know what I'm saying I will continue to talk people off the ledge Like I will never tell somebody You should go through with doing that You know what I'm saying That's not my place You know what I'm saying But I will also try to talk you off the ledge Because I want somebody to do that for me You know what I'm saying I will never tell somebody No go towards the like Kind of shit is that like, y'all know, I remember this story that came up like a couple years ago when his girl told her boyfriend to basically kill himself because he had problems and he actually killed himself. Like, I would never do shit like that. Like, that's crazy. Like, that's crazy. Um, So, I had one friend, he he go name, nameless. He hit me up on uh, social media the other day. talking about, oh, I'm going through a real tough time. I think he's in between jobs too at the moment. And he was talking about he needed to go out, he needed to do something else, need needed to go smoke, or drink, go do something else. He was really feeling a pinch of everything. And he was telling me uh, he's going to, if I don't answer his phone call or his Facebook message, he's going to jump off the bridge. Now, by case-to-case basis, it could have been real, it could have been fake, it could have been a desperate attempt for uh, inclusion. I didn't hit him up at that time. Cause he hit me up in the middle of the morning and it's just I wasn't I didn't even receive the phone call or the message until the next day. But when I saw the message the next day, I said, Nigga, what the fuck is on with you? What do you yeah, if you want if you want me get my attention immediately, you gotta call my phone. You can't call me on Facebook Messenger. That shit don't ring. I don't know how that shit even rings it works or how that shit works. But whatever. See, we just don't. He's still here. All I know. So, you know I helped them talking through it. I'm like, and you know, I and I would tell my uh, my cousin's kids, don't let nobody else's actions affect you that much that much that that you hurt yourself because it's much actions or feelings about you. Like, don't give nobody else that power to affect you that much, your personality that much that you will hurt yourself because of somebody else's thoughts, actions or wants because of you of you. That's crazy. And I have another friend who I'm going to play their message I have to edit it afterwards, obviously, but I'm gonna play her a message of what she has gone through in the past, and how what have she gone through she's gone through currently what well, I helped her um to, you know make sense of things um she has a couple of kids um she's and she's in a relationship with somebody else right now, Then her baby father. And you know this is this is what I do. I like to help people. You know what I'm saying? I will continue to help people as long as I am here and able and healthy to do so. So I'm gonna play her message a little bit later. And I'm like, uh, this is what I do. This is what I like to do. This is what I do. Um, I do this all year round. Like I help people. I like to help people. I like to. I'm very understanding and rational to a fault. You know what I'm saying? And this is what I do day-to-day basis if you need it. You know, you're part of my friend group. Hold on a second. Uh, let's pull up his message right now. One
1: second. Um, yeah, Terrell's just being a, an asshole right now. Like, he's just... I don't know. Like, he tried to... I had my phone on do not disturb, and he really, like... was. I told him, my whole plan for the weekend was I needed some... I needed a mental break from everything and everyone it was it it was getting to the point that you know old like feelings and memories were like starting to pop up in my head and it was just like it was so many things going on in my head at once and I, I couldn't handle it and I was getting frustrated at everyone and everything and I was tired of like I didn't want to keep taking it out of my kids because I'm frustrated and from them crying and whining and snitching and hitting and me having to deal with it all because he's dealing with his other family and he has to pick his other daughter up from daycare and he don't come home until they're already asleep, and he doesn't have to deal with five kids crying and whining and, and all that stuff and I have to deal with it seven days a week I know that's my job I'm a mom but I'm human also and we all need a break as, as much as sometimes you feel like a bad parent because you you feel like you shouldn't need a break from your own kids but you, you need to keep your sanity intact and I felt my sanity going away I felt like I was about to just snap at any moment and it's like people don't don't be like you know I commend you for you know wanting to get yourself together and not taking it out of your kids or snapping on your kids or you know doing some self-help um, health, whatever you call it they just see that oh she left her kids for the weekend Like, it wasn't even about just, like, leaving them. It was about me not wanting to be that bad parent and snapping and going off on them or going off on Terrell or going off anybody who was just in my path. And, you know, I'm not that type of person. I'm a very patient person. I'm very, like, it takes a lot. like get me really really fired up and upset and it was to the point that i was holding so much stuff in that i really needed to just get away from everything and i told him i'm putting my phone on do not disturb do not blow me up or push that notify anyway not unless a kid is going to the hospital if it's other than that don't just leave me alone just like I give me these two days to myself no phone no nothing just let me be and of course as soon as I get on the fucking road to go there guess who's fucking blowing me up why I mean can I just not have this time like I give you all the time in the world I don't blow you up I don't text you I don't call you Whenever you go out, whenever you do whatever God knows who what, I leave you alone. Why can't that be for me? And then, of course, come Sunday, he already blowing me up, texting me, talking about something you could have just said you was going to spend time with your friend this weekend and this, this, and that. And I'm like, first of all, like, in my head, I'm like, first of all, okay, yeah, he's here, but don't assume that that's the reason why I wanted to get away like it just so happened that like you know how you have that person that just brings you peace like when they come around everything's so peaceful you just no drama it's no arguing it's no you know feel of remorse or depression or this it's just um it's, it's, it was so peaceful just just being around him because it didn't have any baggage or didn't have, you know, let's talk about your feelings or let's talk about the past of about what you did to me or you goddamn door. They going off. I'm like, is it just me? Like do you just <laughs> is it just me? Like why are y'all doing this to me? Like I am the nice parent. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all get away with a lot of stuff when I'm around. You know, like but you just Ugh, like, like, can I get upstairs and unpack my stuff and regroup for a little bit? I, I don't know what's going on, but it was just a lot. And then that Thursday before I left, it was like, just put the icing on the cake. Like, every two seconds, they was arguing, hitting, and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm ready to tell Torrell, you know, I, I got to do this at least once a month you know just to regroup myself because you know I've told him you know about stuff that has happened in the past and like how like I have people to talk to but it's just like I'm so into my head that I don't want to talk to them and feel like I'm being judged my whole rant or judged about my life or the decisions that I made or you know how sometimes i feel like i don't want to be here you know what i'm saying like i like i just i don't know like i told him like a couple of weeks ago like i finally broke down and told him it was just like you know some days i just wake up and i don't want to be here and i get mad because i woke up because i didn't want to wake up and i'm just like you know the and then some then after i had those feelings i feel selfish because I'm like how can I want to leave my kids like that's what makes me feel like I'm if I told somebody I I would be judged on that one thing because they're like you have kids how can you want to leave your kids and I'm just like you know people don't understand that postpartum it doesn't just happen after birth it it can happen I read some article up to twenty seven years, like twenty seven years later, my oldest is only fourteen, and it's just like postpartum this shit is real, like it just it I don't know what type of hormones or what the fuck' be happening, but some days I just I feel so sad, and then I don't know why sometimes I'm just mad at everything and I'm mad at the world, some days I don't want to be here and then then I get sad all over again because I'm like how can I want to leave my kids and how can I want to leave my family and then I told him I think I told you before I'm not quite sure but I finally told him after what's this after 12 years that before I met him like I really tried to take myself out of this world and I'm just like when I woke up in the hospital I was so mad because they saved me like i didn't want you to save me like why did my sister save me like you could have just left me there like if she would have not found me within like the next minute i would have been gone and i'm just like sometimes like i look at her and i just be like sometimes i feel like i'm just so angry with her because why couldn't you just let me go like I wouldn't have to go through the motions and feel this type of way and then I wouldn't I didn't have kids then so it was just like now it's just like when I do have those type of thoughts I'm just you know I'm just a selfish ass person for having them and then he was afraid to let me leave this weekend because he thought I was gonna off myself in a hotel because I couldn't handle the pressure and I'm just like if not that like I have thoughts all day every day you know what if I ran my car over here or what if I stepped in the street during this point in time or you know what happens if you know I just ran my car into the back of this car will it be enough impact you know I have those thoughts but like I don't necessarily want to act on them but I know that's how a lot of like suicides and stuff happen like they thought about it for so long and then they finally just got the courage and I'm just like I I don't think I actually want to like off myself I think I want to just like I just need a break sometimes like I can't handle the everyday world for so long it's just too much if that makes sense like sometimes like some people just like I tell people I just want to be alone and I just want to sit in silence and you know the car ride be silent for me or when I get in the house I don't want any noise and I can't get that in the house so I sit in the car in silence and some people just don't understand that sometimes you just need to reset and the people in my world won't let me reset they don't understand that sometimes like I don't always want to text somebody. I don't always want to call somebody, you know, and I understand that sometimes people don't see it that way and they just feel as though that I'm ignoring them. I don't. Sometimes I just need a reset and I just need a break from people. And people sometimes can be too overwhelming for me to try to deal with their emotion and then. Either, like, they come to me for advice or something, then I still have my issues, and it's just like, now I'm just trying to figure out who issue do I need to work on, and then, you know, I got the kids, and then it's just like work, and it sometimes it just be so much.
0: Yeah, so that was a clip that I I planned from my phone uh, of what was going on this week with people, and like I said, I gave her some good advice that I could give, and she's doing well. I checked on her about every other day, text her or send her a voice message, and that's so, that's what it is. And like I said, it's it's not a crime for getting these thoughts. Like, the world is full of a lot of bad things, a lot of bad people, a lot of bad scenarios, and the bad upbringings and bad situations. It's how you deal with them, it's how you deal with them. Whatever you think you may need to deal with them, you need to deal with them. You know what I'm saying? It's not a crime to say, oh, I got five kids, I want to go away for the weekend for two days. And I leave them with their father. That shouldn't be a crime for a person to go away for two days. It shouldn't be a crime for a person just to want to get some peace and quiet at home. It's not a crime for a person want to sit in that car for a couple of hours and and just to get to a group. It shouldn't be a crime for even asking for these things or asking for help or talking to your siblings about these thoughts, like. And then they, like, you need to go to a psychiatric, you know, you need to be held for seven, two hours? No, not really. I don't think so. Like, but if you think you need to, you should do so. Because I seen a TikTok video the other day of a friend who has a daughter who was um feeling really, really down. He'd been feeling really, really down for a while. these two, like, Spanish kids like, from, like, Texas or something. And his friend, he called his friend, and his friend drove him to the hospital, and they... Went and he put himself on a 72 hour hold. You know what I'm saying? If you think you need to, then you do so. But like I said, there's no wrong way to do any of these things. Like you know, unless you wanna take out the world with you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I drive a metro bus and I have depression and I'm gonna drive this bus into a fucking into off of a cliff. That's not cool. If you wanna take yourself, take yourself. But don't take nobody else innocent with you. That's what I'm. That's all I say. You know what I'm saying? And um, I just think people like shouldn't be judged on these thoughts. And cause you know, oh, don't your kids override your happiness? They make me happy. They probably saved my life from what it could have been. But that's sometimes it's not enough. You know what I'm saying? It's not enough. You know, what the people who don't have children who just doing they're just living life on they they got they their own self to worry about, and they still have these thoughts. And they have nobody to to potentially keep them here. To potentially, oh, I can't die. I can't end my story early because I have these children that I have made and have to raise. If I have no nothing else tying me, like me. That's take like me for example. Here you go, some honest shit. If I kill myself now, all my worries is People thinking I'm a piece of shit for doing so, or people saying I didn't stay because of what my parent may think or what my sibling may think or what my cousins may think or what my family may think of why I did it, how I did it, why did I do it. Even if you leave a note, even if you leave a note, it don't give them enough answers, quote unquote, to why you did it. Why didn't you talk to nobody? La, 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 la. Like people will still not make you make it. Not they don't understand. You know what I'm saying? It's not enough. It's never enough. Even on this planet, like, like okay, me, and my, me and my cousin want to play space over the weekend, and we texted my cousin who said she said, "All right, you can have, you can play space in my house," but she ain't got no food or she ain't got nothing to drink, so you got to bring your own shit. That's cool. That's cool. But in my head, I thought and said. She's telling me something She's telling us something In our group chat She's saying I want to see you guys Let's hang out But I don't have enough food no Nothing to drink So you got to bring your own So that's telling me that she, ain't, that she ain't got no She's doing bad right now And she ain't got what she need You know what I'm saying So I told her I said alright I'm about to go take it to the um, Take it to the store with my stamps You know what I'm saying She was busy on Saturday and Sunday I'm going to take her on Monday and i'm saying people not people don't see it some some people a lot of people cannot ask people for things directly they gotta ask it for them indirectly and it's people's everybody everybody's not gonna see it you know what i'm saying everybody's not gonna see it as as' it's asking for help or acknowledging any help or this or that or they're just making jokes and being shitty you know what i'm saying you gotta somebody gotta see it and look for it and, and notice it you know what i'm saying I noticed things like that. So I told my I told my cousin, my other cousin, uh, can, I, can we get 40 of his food stamps and we could go take her to the store and shit? And I'm not sure what he's going to do, but I'm going to take 50 of my food stamps and take her to the store on Monday. Like, even though I'm doing bad too, living at my cousin's house and so in between the jobs, I'm not going to watch my cousin, my other cousin be hungry somewhere. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's crazy. And that's what it is. People just aren't People don't see things for themselves. Like even my older cousin seeing this, these are three different people. My older cousin, even though she read the same exact message that we read, she still was asking her her younger sister about her giving her food stamps. Mind you, she has a great job and she she's well she's she's well off. She's comfortable. I should say that she's comfortable, but she wants to get food stamps so she could pay for food from her, her girl her husband wife's her wife's house. And I'm like, bitch, James Reading this bitch matches saying that your other cousin says she don't have no food or nothing to drink in the house. Get that shit together. So people don't see it. Like there's some composer they're so into their own shit, their own thing, their own storyline, and they didn't see this this bitch asking for help. Indirectly. So, you no, know, I see I see that kind of shit. I see that kind of shit. I that, and I hear that kind of shit. I notice that kind of stuff, and I try to fix the shit. You know what I'm saying? People don't get it. People don't get it. But um, this is also part of my business. I want to have a chat room or a hotline, and people can call in for their problems, and I give them uh solutions to their problems, because I've been through it all. I've been through it all, or oh, I've known someone that's been through something and that people have told me. Like, I am... I tell people, I am the vault. Like, I am the vault of secrets, of people's stuff and that they can't tell nobody else. They tell abuse. They tell bussy. And I tell them what to do. I help them to navigate what they're going through and their feelings and what to do next and how to stay on the ledge and we go from there. So, the Morning J Show, if you have those kind of issues and kind of problems, when I upload this new website, when you're going to leave me a voicemail or a text message or a text or email... Voice memo, all those things. All those interactive things. And then we can help you with your problems. Bussy Inc., uh me and Cynthia, she'll be back soon. She's still recovering from her surgery. Um, maybe a couple more weeks, I'm not sure. But until then, I am still here with you. Um and yeah, that's what that's what that's what we going that's got be that's what we're doing right now. That's what we're doing. So hit me up with your favorite T V shows from the past and the present and what other shows you've Watch that was canceled too early, where it didn't get a proper ending. Like they canceled it at the end of the current season, so they wasn't able to wrap it up and stuff like that. Like I love to hear from you guys. I would love to hear from you guys. A lot of we're growing slowly but surely. Um, about two hundred listens per episode that I've uh read through the metrics. Um, so we're getting there. We're getting there. Bigger and bigger and stronger. Um, so we're there. It is up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. We on all of these networks. It's the J Show.
2: People like us can't ask for the sweaters. Boys that like boys and girls that like Heather. be fucked up forever You could be a nice guy, live a pretty good life So they will just always see you in a fucking bad light But that never mattered to me I'm used to catastrophes I just want a world where oh, a girl can love a girl Out in public without a comment man being a perv. Shit is very tragic to me Can we see beyond anatomy? What about us? What about our love? Makes us different than everybody else Cause that are in love with boys. What about girls who wanna give a girl the world? Why, after all this time, is it still a Blue Valentine's? of roses on the garden you went and you chose them we wanted romance I all of the movies with it's a george Clooney. i'm a pretty nice guy live a pretty good so they will just always see me in a fucking bad light. But that never mattered to me. I'm more than what the masses think. I just want a world where a boy can love a boy without the fear that holding hands could get their limbs torn. That shit is very tragic to me. Can we say fuck this whole formality? What about us? What about our love? Makes us different than every else You yells. Oh you knew, you oh you What about boys that are in love with boys? What about girls who wanna give a girl the world? Why have to all this time? is blue valentine we deserve love the same as you my blood stains the same blood red like you we deserve the same love like you love like you love like you
0: it's the